everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited to be here to be talking about the last weekend of Hallmark movies. This is so exciting. And uh, we did it. We made it <laughs> through all. We recapped every single one of the 42 movies that were on Hallmark and Hallmark Movies Mysteries. So I hope you've enjoyed it. And today I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and I have with me Ginny and Laura Sanderson. And thank you so much, both of you, for coming on and talking about these movies. Hi, hello. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> yes. So it's been a little while since you've been on the show. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how your uh, 2021 uh, went and how you're doing this holiday season? <laughs> well, I um, feel like I've spent 2021 in this room you're looking at, which is my home office. <laughs> 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 That's pretty much it. I don't know if you have any more thing more exciting to report. I, you know, there's only so much you can say in pandemic times, but 21 was a little bit better in the sense kids went back to school and um, able to kind of get back to some regular life. So I can't complain. It's been a good year. We've been writing. It's great. Good. Uh, how have you felt the Hallmark season has been this year? Have you been able to watch uh, some of the movies? Yes, I think this is the first year in a long time I gave myself permission to not watch all of them. And I really actually enjoyed them a lot better as a result because it wasn't so much a marathon as it was, you know, a spectator sport and enjoyable um, uh, experience. And I've really, I've just really been impressed with the direction the network is heading and the ones that I've seen, especially from, you know, reintroduction of a lot of comedic elements that I feel have been lacking in past years. Yeah, I, I mean, overall, it's been a standout season compared to maybe the last few. And what's great is I think it feels like a network this year where it's offering different flavors, you know, all kind of under the same umbrella. Whereas there've been years where it was like, here's your flavor for the year. It's party planning, <laughs> you know? And I really felt like they touched so many different touch points. So overall, I got all the feels in different movies. Yeah, I think even when they were doing something that was party planning, so let's say, they still had like a slightly different spin on it. Like for the sister swap movies, like they essentially, the first one was save the theater movie. And the second one was a party planning movie, but they had like a new kind of twist yeah. on it, which made it more palatable and, uh, and, you know, fun, fun experience to watch. Absolutely. So, yeah, agreed. And the diversity has, as we all knew, just increased the the joy and mm -hmm. um, the mood of all of the films. So that's been awesome to see, and it feels much more, um, I don't know, just fluid yeah. <laughs> this yeah. season. Yeah, I think it, that's been really fun to see the diversity and and it hasn't just been performative. Like the, I think that they've done a good job working them, you know, into the story and, uh, and, uh, and, you know, with, it started right away with the Christmas from the heart where you had the mixed race couple and, you know, the whole thing with his daughter and her hair and her, you know, that kind of, I thought that was a good one to start out the season on and just telling us like, okay, we're going to tell some really good stories. Agreed. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's been good. And I think that they ended pretty strong on this weekend. Uh, they, they had three uh, movies that I, I really enjoyed. They, I mean, they technically had four, which was the um, uh, movie that had been Sugar Plum Twist that had been on uh, Hallmark Movies Now, which I recapped with Lila Fitzgerald. 
if, if you haven't watched that or listened to that episode, please do. It was really fun. And it was, she was very insightful about the world of dance and about uh, the need for diversity in dance. I thought it was a really good discussion. So uh, check that out. Uh, it was really fun. But um, yeah, let's start with Christmas for Keeps. And this was on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And it is at Christmas time, a close knit group of childhood friends returns home after 10 years to take part in the celebration of life of the life of their beloved high school teacher. So this starred, uh, Christopher Allen, uh, Ryan Rotman, Meryl Scott, uh, Cardi Wong. It had a great cast, Ashley Newbrow. Um, and what did you overall, Jenny, what did you think about this one? <laughs> uh, you're going to start with me. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you have ever seen the Hallmark musical with Annie Potts called The Music Teacher. <laughs> oh, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. Okay. I have seen it a lot. <laughs> That's the Hallmark Hall of Fame, I think. Respect to everyone involved in that because it involved in, it includes some Hallmark favorites and it includes some Heartland favorites as well because I know you're a Heartland fan now. Um uh it is my favorite worst hallmark movie oh. <laughs> i just have to bring it up because i think it affected my viewing of this too much because it's almost plot point per plot point um the same the difference is that the music teacher in the music teacher is very much alive and here he oh. is nothing but a memory but it involved some you know, adult actor flashbacks where they're playing themselves as teenagers, uh, that can be a little awkward at times. Um, it involved, you know, kids coming together um, and to honor their music teacher as adults and then remembering the lessons they learned from said music teacher as children and how it applies to them in their adult life. There's a failed actress in it. There's a couple that's having a hard time getting along. <laughs> There's a lot of the music teacher is dropping just like cliche bomb after cliche bomb after <laughs> upon them, you know, in terms of like, you know, uh, life is not, you know, a dress rehearsal and things like that. Um, and so uh, I, this was like not my favorite of the weekend. I really loved the Cardi Wong and, and his wife storyline the best, although I was getting super stressed out by the end by all the, the cookie orders. Um, so <laughs> I liked it. I, I, I'm kind of all over the place, but I liked it. I didn't love it. And I had a hard time getting past the music teacher comparisons. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to watch that one eventually. That's a whole thing, right? I think. <laughs> You have to. It's on, <laughs> on you know, sometimes. Some of those Hall of Fame ones are are not the best. Let's be <laughs> yeah. honest. They aren't the best. They're either the best or they're not yeah, the best. It's, it's from a different era. There's like making out in cars involved. <laughs> all shot at night. And it's I like dark. that. <laughs> Ooh. 2022 <laughs> Saucy, Rachel. Yeah. Laura, what do you think? Um, I'm a little the same. It wasn't my favorite in comparison to the other two. I love the idea that it was actually kind of a rare movie where it got better as it went on. In the beginning, I felt like I was kind of confused at moments of like, okay, who's who, what's happening here. But by the end, they really began to gel and it kind of left me like, wow, this is a really untapped, you know, almost wanted a series or a, you know, like to keep following them. But in terms of like freshness for Hallmark, I love the ensemble cast. It, it, it's so much, you know, it, it adds so much 
to it. There was Cardi is just awesome. <laughs> I feel like his acting is so strong. Um, and I and I really liked it. There were a few things like the the music teacher, sometimes his words of wisdom left me going, what did you mean, Mr. Massey? <laughs> but <laughs> he was great from an acting standpoint, but the actual writing at times left me a little confused. He yeah. spends a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with kids. So I, was just <laughs> like, I don't think that's actually an advisable practice. But remember, days. this is in the past. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> it is kind of a small, it seems like a small town. So I don't know yeah, how big yeah. the classes are, the drama classes, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's true. And uh, yeah, I did cringe a little bit with the, uh, the adult actors pretending to be teenagers. That's not the yeah. best. <laughs> it's like, how much can it really cost to hire some teen talent? I, yeah. is it really, you know, I don't know that <laughs> I agree. I, I would have, Characters I would have pulled it off better than others. Yeah. But I kind of looked at it as I had, since I've seen the music teacher, I kind of looked at it as sort of a hallmark version of the big chill. Maybe that's a lazy comparison because that's a, that's a similar plot. Uh, so I kind of looked at this and it kind of reminds me what you're saying about the, like Mr. Massey's having like the perfect thing to say at every moment. Mm -hmm. it, it reminds me of, a, I was a huge little women fan growing up and and you know how, of course, Marmy is like the perfect mother in Little Women. She always knows exactly what to say for all of her daughters, and she's the perfect mother. And and I used to say, why don't you say to my mom, why don't you say things like that? You know, why don't you have like, why don't you tell us great advice? Like, why don't you have great advice? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's true though. I you know good advice. Advice. What's the best advice you got. I'm like. I think it was all given out. I think there's no new great pearls of wisdom that I, I use Marmy all the time. Don't let the sun go down on your anger, girls. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Stuff like that. That's right. Nobody says that stuff like that. Everyone's just like, <laughs> calm down. Chill <laughs> <Like, laughs> out. You just yeah. got a cool book at, you know, a used bookstore and memorize it like Mr. Massey did. But I have to say, I overall enjoyed it. I do think it it packed in a lot. You know that they. I do th think it probably would have been better as like a pilot for a television show, or a series or something like that. But I still overall enjoyed it. I I I liked the different pairings that they had. Uh, you have Ashley Newbrow and Cardi as they're married with kids. And that was probably the best of the yeah. plot lines. I, I, because I don't know, like it's understandable because in, I think in any relationship you have times where somebody's pulling the larger, mm -hmm. the larger half of the, of the, you know, the work and the stress and everything like that. And then you'll have another time where it's the other partner and uh, that's just going to happen. Sometimes you're not always going to be equally yoked. And, but it did seem like it had been a while and, and she's just finishing up residency. So hopefully yeah. it would have kind of balanced yeah. out anyway, but, um, but kind of, I can understand why he was kind of at the end of his rope with that going on, because that's tough. I mean, I, you can ask anybody those, those like medical school and residency years are rough. Yeah. I, I agree. And as someone with a job that sometimes requires long hours, I do feel like Hallmark isn't always sensitive to that. It's like, if you knew that she was going to med school, you, you knew what you were signing up for yeah. and involved a few missed holidays, you know, yeah. um, 
if she's not going to be on call, that means someone else is and is missing their, you know, holiday. But yeah, but, but at the same time, I think, you know, anyone can hit that point where when you've been pulling the extra load that the other person kind of needs to say, Hey, I see you, you know, and you're important too. And it was, it's great. You know, we, homework has come so far. We're not even like recognizing that there's a reverse, you know, traditional gender role here. And Cardi is the, you know, stay at home dad. And it's just, it shows how much has, how far they've come in the last few seasons that that's not just a footnote. Um, yeah. To the story. It's not revolutionary. <laughs> The yeah, there was a lot of things in this movie that would have been kind of standouts in the past and maybe still are, but you have mixed race marriages, you have a gay character, you have, uh, you know, all different ethnicities and, you know, it just makes the story more interesting. You can't mm-hmm. lean on it. You can't be lazy in your storytelling, but, but I, you know, it shows some progress, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Agreed. I, I don't think it's like that big of a deal that she doesn't know that her kids aren't eating strawberries, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) she's been, you're not the, you're not right. You're not the primary caregiver right now. You're not going to know stuff like that. And that's just, you know, that's just tough, but yeah. Yeah. The, the, the conflict that didn't work for me was the conflict between Avery and her mother. I, (laughs) I just, I do not think that, under any circumstance would a mother like apply for a job for her daughter it's yeah. like identity theft you know like yeah. it's, it's more <laughs> than just an overbearing mother right yeah. it's yeah, kind it, of dateline episode waiting yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right this is homework or horror moment right and i mean i don't know like if my child was opening their own practice like i wouldn't see that as the end of the world like okay cool yeah what? <laughs> it felt strange usually it would be don't be a teacher have a practice because it's more lucrative so I would see it as a sign of success and you would think too you know she was so easily when the dad kind of stepped in it was like dude you needed to step in a long time ago yeah. because what else has she done I mean I'd watch that movie right because <laughs> this is a long way down the road of being independent adult mm-hmm. yeah but, she's like oh you know in her was she 30 supposed to be 30 or something yeah. like that I mean one of them said they were turning 30 so <laughs> is that kind of it because she is the actress from 13 going on 30 correct she was yes young. I found that after I found that out after I watched the movie. oh <laughs> I, 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 I happened to recognize her and it dawned on me but man she does have bear resemblance even today so maybe that 30 was a nod to her her roots there yeah I I don't know I just that would be outrageous and I mean, would you even want to hire somebody if they, <laughs> if their mother was making the application? That's just, the whole thing is just weird. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> um, and though, so you also have Ryan Rotman's character who is working with his friend to run a real estate business. Uh, and him and Avery had like a relationship in the past um, but, uh, they're sort of the standard hallmark girl coming back from the city relationship. What did you mm-hmm. think of them? Well, it wasn't as memorable as some of these other storylines for me personally. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it wasn't, although then suddenly it clicked at one point and when he actually kind of went into the grief over his parents and almost, I mean, it was building, but it came a little bit out of nowhere and he had a few kind of touching lines. But 
I wasn't, I wasn't feeling the conflict of like, we're yearning all this time. And suddenly, you know, it was, it was deep love, but, but I, I didn't hate it. <laughs> and they are both very attractive. So good for them. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's clear though, where a romance between a married couple that's been married for some time is more compelling than the new romance, you know, and I think that that's interesting in this case, because I found the Cardi Wong, you know, relationship, you know, development more interesting than this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then Noah is, Noah and Ben are upset with each other. They're having, they have conflict. Um, and uh, Ben Ben lost his parents and he says, Noah, what you weren't there for me. The only way you'd stop by if I was fun, Ben again. Yeah. And uh, so Ben wants an apology. Noah apologizes. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess my expectations for like my friends in real life, like I'm so happy if I see them once a quarter, maybe, I don't know. I mean, it's just, yeah. it is so hard to get together with people when, when you're post 30, it's just way harder. I mean, cause people have kids and, and other things going on. I it's, I mean, even to get together with my family, with my parents, it's difficult and requires like a lot of planning to make it all work. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's really hard. Yeah. And there were a lot of those kind of conflicts in this where I thought this just seems like unrealistic expectations yeah. for adult life. It was mm-hmm. kind of, but also that's interesting to explore because I think a lot of people struggle with that. They they want these friendships to stay the same or to pick up where they left off. And it was good for them to all realize like, hey, you know, yeah. we can't just live in our daydreams. And that's one thing you don't appreciate in your 20s. It's just how much easier it is to get together. Like if you're bored on a Friday night, yeah, I used to have like tons of people I could call, Hey, you want to do something, whatever. That just isn't almost impossibility right now in my life. If I want to, if I have, if I have nothing to do on a Friday night, which in and of itself is rare, um, (laughs) I, especially like Christmas. Um, but I have to plan that months in advance, even with my family. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, they're not fundraising anymore. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) Just kidding. Well, it's just my time. friends. I don't know. <laughs> no, I but, think that's uh, especially, especially with kids, because uh, with because a lot of times the hard part is is that like the time that the single people are free and finished with work is the time that the kids are in bed or they have to find a sitter or you know it's difficult. It's easier for people with kids oftentimes to meet during the day if they're, it's many, if they're working or not, um, or if they're staying a stay at home caregiver, like then that can be easier, but then that's harder for the singles because they're working during the day. And, uh, I don't know, it's just stuff like that. It's just tough. So yeah. Uh, the Ben getting so upset with Noah when he knows that his Noah's wife is a resident and, and he's there raising two kids. That's asking quite a bit for him to come over all the time. Yeah. You know? And uh, so then Sarah gets mad at Noah about the whole cookie business thing, which I, I, I feel (laughs) like she, he hadn't really even started the business. He was just thinking about it. His friends kind of just decided he was starting it. (laughs) 
Yeah, it was both like overplayed and realistic because, um, you know, being married, sometimes it is just those silly little things that set you off because you're like, oh, wait, you know, like, why didn't it, why didn't, why am I not the first person you talk to? On the other hand, it, it really was pretty minor. So again, you know, maybe not, you know, like the strawberry is such a big deal overall, but I could see a fight <laughs> over lesser things. <laughs> yeah. And one thing I did like is just a little detail in this movie, but you had a black man playing Santa and you had an Asian actor playing Santa, which I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Especially for the Christmas channel, right? Who kind of, yeah. Santa. Mm -hmm. I agree. Cause you had Mr. Mass Massey playing Santa and then you had Cardi uh, and Ashley playing Santa Mrs. Claus in, in different uh, time periods. So that, that was really nice. I, I liked that. We also have Mia helping Noah. She's staying at their house, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit hard. You keep all the details straight in this movie. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, so she's staying at their house. So she helps Noah. And then she gets an offer to be in a play in New York, which is what she's always wanted. And I really wanted her to take the offer and go. <laughs> uh, because when you get that again, and it's not like Broadway shows last forever. It's just be a short commitment. So I always say, go do it personally. Yeah. But. Oh, definitely. There's, there's, there's those cases on Hallmark as well, which, you know, it works for yeah. the film. It's like, Sometimes we, we can do both things. It's not two things can be true. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I, there's the one I can't, uh, I can't think of the name all of a sudden, but the one with Sarah Lancashire, uh, that she gets the, she's abroad. She's trying to get on Broadway. She gets the, yeah. Yeah. and that always bummed me out. That movie. <laughs> take it. Yeah. Take it, go do it. But, uh, but uh, then uh, Avery and uh, Ben, they find out Ben is painting. And she, she says, the last time I, that I was happy was baseball. Because mm. he was a baseball player. And uh, they had, had a pinky promise that the, if they were both not married at 30, they would get married, which is a very dangerous <laughs> thing to do, I think. <laughs> Who are all these children making plans for <laughs> Eventual spinster, yeah. you know? <laughs> a lot of pinky promises yeah um but we did get a lot of kisses for a homework movie we got three kisses from ben yeah. and avery so that was good my 10 year old said there's a lot of kissing in this one <laughs> and if you know Which me i'm a big fan or negative yeah. i think a positive <laughs> Um, but yeah, we got some kisses and, you know, real adult problems. And honestly, at times, like the Mia character was a little bit grating to me. And like when they were pushing him to do karaoke, but that's pretty realistic. Like friends are annoying sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you have a go-to karaoke song? That's like, you know, you can, you can do. Yeah. Mine is to just like, look like a deer in the headlights and wait till someone else has that <laughs> Do you have one? Yes. Like I'm still deciding, but I'm not looking at any. I mean, I don't have a Christmas karaoke song. I probably should work on that. But I I do have 
wide open spaces, 60 chicks. That's my go-to. Oh, okay. It's very that's easy. I know I can do it. I know the words. So uh, yeah, that's my, that's my go-to. <laughs> All right. Maybe you can do an outtake like bonus episode. <laughs> Who doesn't know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we, 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 we can, we can do that. If you join the Patreon, I will sing. <laughs> All right. I will sing. Why do spaces for you? But, uh, but yeah, so then we have, uh, that, um, that Ben has made this bench for Avery's parents and that, that, so then Avery and the mom make up in the uh, bench. She says, she's sorry. And, uh, yeah, that whole, that whole plot line did, wasn't, wasn't very good. <laughs> also, the mom did not look old enough to have a daughter that old to me. Oh. Um, so then, uh, Sarah is going to bring a partner in when she finishes her residency and so that she can be at home more and which I think would probably be unlikely for you when you're just starting, but what do yeah, I, I felt like that was a, like too many storylines in this one movie where people are basically just getting out of school and starting their yeah. own business. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I think if you're coming out of med school with student loans and you yeah. got an, a stay at home spouse, like you're, you don't have the funds to open your own residency <laughs> sure. right. and have a partner and everything. You still yeah. have to be a young, yeah. I mean, we've all watched Grey's Anatomy. We all know <laughs> what it's like. We are experts. That's right. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, uh, so then Ben takes a coaching job. And he says, I love you, Avery. And, and then Avery says, I love you so much. So uh, all's well, that ends well. And then Mia gets the offer, uh, to, for the teaching job. Like I said, I still wish she had done the play because she could, it would only be a couple months. Like these shows don't, most shows, especially plays, they don't go on for like years and years you know there's not that many like phantom of the operas out there that are there for 20 years or whatever most of them it's just a couple of months run and uh and so go do it and like even if they are there forever it's different actors and stuff so i don't know i just say go do it live your dreams and then come back <laughs> the high school will not go away agreed and can i ask a question it's just how does cardi's cookie business even though he's kind of being a stay-at-home parent, why is that good for him? But her doing that is a bad choice. I guess I'm always yeah. kind of conflicted when within the same story you have, go after your dreams and take a risk and way too risky, stay home. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess because that involves her going to the evil city. Oh, and he can well, sell his true. cookies yeah. right there. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so we have to be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want, it's like... <laughs> It's it's a really bad move to go. Yeah. I say on the podcast, the only good people in the city in a Hallmark movie are people that are running a parade or window designers. <laughs> very, very true. Yeah. Occasionally you'll have like a department store person, yeah, but they usually have to say, go through yeah. like they're usually okay. angels though. Maybe like a angels. or a doorman who's like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or like they have to go through like a, they start out mean a yeah. department store and then they go through an arc and yeah. become a good person <laughs> not at the beginning but they probably move to a small town afterwards yeah that's right <laughs> 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 but 
but nevertheless, they all honor their teacher and, uh, and they, they have a big group hug at the end, which was really fun. So I don't know. I still overall enjoyed this. I thought it was sweet. And so I would give this 3.5 out of five. And I'd be interested to see more about these characters now that they kind of got the foundation. Uh, I would be curious to see what happens next. Uh, but what about you, Jenny? What would you give it out of five? I'm going to give it a 2.75, but I agree with you. I do think these ensemble Hallmark movies lend themselves better to a sequel than just straight up one relationship um, storyline. So uh, I would I would not mind seeing a sequel at all. <laughs> Yeah. What about you, Lara? Um, I'd give it three stars. You know, it was good and same thing. I, I think a sequel could even maybe be better. Um, or even like we talked about a series or something that took a look at them or, or something similar. What ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. So now we are going to talk about the Christmas house to deck the halls. And uh, I guess we should start out. What did you think of the first Christmas house? Was it one you enjoyed? What do you, do you think, Ginny? Well, I, I really liked it. You know, uh, I, I think probably that season, I can't remember. I think it ended up kind of towards the top for me. Yeah. I liked it as well. I liked this one better. I'll say. <laughs> yeah. I also liked it better. This one better because this one didn't have like the weird, almost getting divorced parents and mm -hmm. the, uh, I don't know. I just, and I thought that Robert Buckley had better chemistry with Anna Ayora, uh, the co-lead, uh, they had better chemistry in this one than mm -hmm. in the last. Uh, and I don't know. I just thought it was it was better pretty much everything I think worked better and it just had some there were some awkward parts in the first one and that's rare like usually the Hallmark sequels are rough <laughs> hello yeah. wedding march <laughs> yeah. oh man the wedding march too was so bad that has to be the worst one of all <laughs> oh I hated that one but it started out with handsome justice again did you appreciate <laughs> the return of handsome justice? <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. That Very was funny. Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, we have a new character in this one. We have, uh, her ex-husband Zane <laughs> <laughs> played by Matthew James Dowden, who I love. Uh, he is such a, 
a fun person. I loved his interview that he did with us. And, and he's like the most, you know, that whole ad of like the most interesting man in the world or whatever. He's like that. He, he's, he has, he's worked as a lawyer. He's worked as a magician, like, uh, he's gone around the world, like as a magician, he's an author. He's just like incredible. So I, I hope that one of these days he gets a lead because I think he deserves it and he's good. And I thought that he was good in this. I, I was afraid that I'm like, oh, this character is going to be just kind of a one note character, but I thought he was actually a good character. I loved him. And yeah. while the ending was really cute, you know, um, in terms of how it was resolved for him, I was almost sad because I was looking forward to a sequel that really explored his <laughs> relationship options. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, hey, you never know. We could get a Christmas house three. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I would be happy with that. Um, I also thought that this really worked the whole interview style that they did. Uh, they really embraced the reality TV. And most of the time when Hallmark tries to do reality TV, it's so bad. Like terrible. <laughs> that um, Chad Michael Murray movie the uh, his Winterfest movie that he did I can't remember what it was called with Talia Ricci that one was terrible and then that weird one with um Pascal Pascal yeah yeah where like Sam Page was like the third wheel at all times what are you doing here it was so weird and there was like very low production schedule it's like we're not really filming today could you work at the end Yeah. yeah Well, and usually in these, these homework reality shows, they don't have like any lighting or sound equipment or anything. I'm like, come on. And so I appreciated that in this one, they actually had like boom mics and stuff. I'm like, okay. Same. And I thought it, I thought it was a great running joke that you would have this point of conflict or fighting or even a romantic moment. And just at that minute, they turn around and you notice that the camera crew has been there the whole time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, It was good. And so they had these like little interviews that were a lot of fun and kind of had slight sort of Harry Met Harry Met Sally vibes to him, I thought. And so I thought that I thought that worked. And so they supposedly have a live reveal on Christmas Eve. There's going to be huge ratings <laughs> for the handsome, watching. Yeah. the handsome justice versus his brother. <laughs> and I, I really enjoyed Jonathan Bennett in this. I thought that he was really good. And I, I especially loved the scene. He was hilarious, but I especially loved the scene when he talks with Robert Bennett about, uh, you know, what was, what could have been like to grow up with my sort of perfect, straight, handsome, charming brother, you know, who becomes a movie star like that would be, but I thought that was a very good moment and, uh, for his character. It, the whole movie kind of had an energy that almost reminded me of like Christmas with the cranks where it's so silly. It's almost over the top, but it's rooted in real family conflict. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and I love that the brothers were, were goofy. And at times the war was intense, but you know, there was so much heart there in those scenes. We could relate, you know, if you have a sibling. 
<laughs> I'm staring at Ginny, but you know, we, we've never dueled like that, but you know, there's, there's a healthy competition and even a really a family that gets along. Yeah. 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 I think anybody from a big family can relate or any family can relate to the sibling dynamic that, uh, my family's kind of weird because, well, in many ways, but, but we have sort of two batches in my family. There's three of us older kids and three younger kids. And, uh, so it's, it's a, it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's competitive in that way, but it's just a, Mm -hmm. a unique dynamic that, that you have. And, um, uh, they, I liked the relationship between Brandon and Jake. I thought that was very well done, very well written. It felt, uh, I felt like you never, you never worried that they were actually going to like break up or anything, which I hate that conflict in, mm-hmm. uh, in Hallmark movies, but it, it was like conflict and they had to work through it. And I, I, I thought that that was really good. Yeah, I I really feel like it's kind of evolved into Hallmark's Modern Family, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and and I like it. Um, I can see it going further. Um, yeah, I loved the hilarious stuff with the parents. As well. <laughs> yeah, they were really hilarious. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, and I think that's why it was better than the first one because in the first one they had that weird conflict that didn't really work. I agree. I think that's why I like it. And they didn't give the same airtime to Brandon and Jake. And so this time it's just, it was happier. And yet the stakes felt maybe even deeper. I don't know. Yeah. The only, I guess the only thing that I thought was really weird in this movie was the whole magician person. (laughs) (laughs) Like I put that in my notes. I'm like, I know it's supposed to be a magical mama, but this guy like being like, psst kid come over here <laughs> well, and he, he was in the last one and that worked so I guess they felt compelled to bring him back in again but one it was just maybe more than we needed in an already full story and second is he dead now because why so is confused he before he did magic now he is magic I don't know I yeah and they were like who is nobody was here and they were like yes they yeah. were there was that in the first one? Was he also always an illusion or was he real? I, I can't remember. I an illusion. Otherwise he stole that engagement ring. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I don't know. I don't know what was happening with that whole character. Yeah. I was confused. I was like, is that Santa? Is he going to be Santa at the end? But then he wasn't. So I don't know. That was weird. Uh, and cause yeah, so Mike is, trying to think of the best way to propose to um to what's her name i always forget it andy Andy. and yeah yeah i i thought it was really cute the moment where he asks uh noah uh for permission to ask and and noah's like sure we've been waiting for it that was cute (laughs) that was good and uh, then we also have the play that the parents are in. Like, what was that? The, the really pretty good play. That was one of my favorite lines. I rewound it because Treat Williams, my goodness, was so good in this. 
And I mean, together, I, anyway, they were a real uh, highlight without, you know, taking over. I loved it. I feel like Hallmark does not go towards the absurd often enough. And, and these actors were certainly up to the cast. And then at one point, Jonathan Bennett sort of describing the play and that was in itself was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, what is this play? And then, and then they're, them fighting over the armrest just made me die. That was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it was a laugh from the from the get go, and it held up. The jokes landed to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was really good. And uh, then you have uh, then uh, you know, like I said, they have their big con- their big talk where he says it's hard having your straight, handsome younger brother out charm you at every turn, and and then he says no one out charms Brandon Mitchell. Mm-hmm. and then he says i'm scared their uncle mike is going to be their favorite person which was which was cute <laughs> uh which was cute um it was kind of interesting that they i mean i wonder if if uh, they just called in a favor to have tell rothery come in just for like one scene yeah. that was kind of surprising i was surprised and yet she just like chewed the scenery there it was <laughs> Yeah, somebody was saying, why didn't they have her be the uh, the character from Road to Christmas? You got oh, her in there as a reporter, you know, as a yeah. entertainment person. Yeah, uh, Martha Stewart. Yeah, and uh, so Brandon ends up winning the competition, which was you know exciting, and and he apologizes to Jake, and uh, and then. Mike proposes with the ring. I know the ring had like special sentimental value, but I wouldn't want it for my wedding. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess whatever floats your boat. Uh, (laughs) And uh, then at the end, we get the interviews at the end and then Treat Williams on Handsome Justice, which was so funny. (laughs) I love that. It was... So funny. <laughs> Dying again to think about. <laughs> and it just was so it was it was so good. Sometimes they add that and it's kind of out of sync with everything else or it takes away from the ending. No, perfect ending. Yeah. And, yeah. and it bookends the beginning. Yeah. I yeah. I also <laughs> thought it was really funny whenever they mentioned Flynn Rockland and his abs. And Yes. Why didn't we get to see? I wish we could have seen Flynn the Rock. The Rock the that made yeah. me laugh. <laughs> I think we saw him in the next movie, but we'll talk about those. Yeah, yeah. Next movie is about Flynn Rockland. <laughs> and, uh... and Zane, a little more Zane. Um... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. And so they end up, you know, happy and deciding to Andy and Zane have a conversation about how they're going to co-parent work together and I just thought that was really nice to see and uh that they're going to you know they're going to do that because that's uh you know a lot of times we have couples getting back together and things like that in homework movies so to have this conversation was was good uh and uh so yeah that was this movie I enjoyed it it had some humor it had some heart I like the sibling dynamic um so yeah I'd give it like a four out of five for me what about you Jenny? I would give it a 4.25. I really liked mm-hmm. it. Yeah. 
I will see you 4.25. I will go 4.5. I don't, you know, there's, there's different types of Hallmark movies. It's not like a killer romance, but I just enjoyed myself. And on that basis, I would, I would rewatch it. So. Yeah. I also, the play with the dirty Santa, that made me. (laughs) (laughs) That's part Sears advertisement. (laughs) And commentary on gender roles. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. So then our final movie of the season. Very exciting. And I think it was... Well, it wasn't the final movie last year, but Rachel Lee Cook had one of the final movies last year, like you said, yeah. with um, Cross Country Christmas. And this tis, tis season, tis the season to be merry. And this uh, is directed by Gary Yates, writers Jen Kirkman, Dwayne Poole, and stars Rachel Lee Cook, Travis Van Winkle, Karen Molina White. Looking for a fresh angle on her new book on relationships, Mary heads to snow-covered Vermont. She finds a new perspective and Christmas cheer with charismatic aid worker, Chris. So, Laura, overall, what did you think about this one? I was pleasantly surprised. I kind of went in with low expectations, just thinking end of the season. Um, And I thought it just was just the perfect Hallmark rom-com. I really thought that it had good flirting vibes, good chemistry, good cozy vibes. Um, I'm misusing my vibes right now, but you know, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, I, I thought it really worked. Yeah. What do you think, Jenny? I agree. It's so much about expectation for me. I wasn't expecting much having seen the ads, but it was great. I think Rachel Lee Cook, I mean, her specialty is love, hate, you know, relationships. Um, That's really where she shines. And um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, yeah, it ended up in, in my uh, top 10 of the Hallmark movies. This was really fun. And it, it, it just, it was funny. It was romantic. They had good chemistry. I just, I don't know what else you want really in a Hallmark movie. Um, I, this, the whole concept was really good. The whole idea that, so she's, she's written this, she's written, she's a social media influencer person and she's written this book and it all, it's all a lie. That's like a great way to start off a Hallmark movie, you know, with a like kind of ridiculous lie, but, uh, uh, the, she, she just kind of, I mean, that goes all the way back to like Christmas in Connecticut, you know, that she's this report in Christmas in Connecticut. She's this reporter who is writing about all the domesticities of home life and everything. And she has no idea how to do any of it. And she's a single woman in the city that going back to the 
forties, you know, and, and yeah. that, that template of our protagonist basically being a liar, <laughs> it, <laughs> it just works uh, in romantic comedies. So I think this was a really good concept and the whole idea, I thought that Dale was going to be like coming back and somehow would, would like be more of a part of the story um, than he ended up being, but basically she creates this sort of perfect person, uh, out of this person who comes to her, the cafe all the time that she's at and that Dale is a complete, I love that whole montage they did of the fake life. It was so good. (laughs) Um, she says, she says the inspiration was there, but the interaction wasn't real. And, uh, and so of course they have to make it clear that this book is absolutely essential to the company and they're, <laughs> that they're putting all of their eggs in this basket and your book will be our eat, pray, love. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so it's tied to layoffs and she's just freaking out. I really liked the line when she says we need passports and a boat. That's <laughs> so really good. I want to interview this writer because I thought she did a very good job. I, it's, uh, this, uh, Jen Kirkman. I thought she did a really good job of, it was funny. There were a lot of witty lines throughout, uh, like that. Um, and then the meet cute was great. I mean, I, I can, I can have Travis Van Winkle without a shirt all day all it was great <laughs> he'll, he'll be the new yule log he'll just like yeah. lay in front of a fire and people can have christmas music on <laughs> i mean i kind of wish they hadn't spoiled it in the promos that yeah. that had been a surprise because that would have been even more fun but yeah i mean i don't know sometimes i think that our like we're all adults watching these movies we don't need to be that precious like we can have pg-13 content it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And, and is this shirtless guy, PG 13? Yeah. I, it's not even, yeah. but, uh, it's probably he has good abs. I mean, <laughs> but anyway, um... he's like, uh, what's his name from Flynn, <laughs> Flynn, yeah, Flynn, Flynn, Flynn Rockland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I guess Travis Van Winkle is also very steamy in the, um, you, I think it's the show on Netflix. I've heard people say, Ooh, <laughs> so, way to go, yeah. Travis. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Um, but, um, it was just funny and enjoyable and they had great chemistry. I thought, did you like the chemistry? I did. Yeah, I, I really did. And I wasn't really expecting it. Um, but I thought it was great. I was, I was expecting him to actually pretend to be Dale and thought it was going to go in like a fake fiance, you know, direction. And at first I was disappointed. And then it was just so much richer, you know, without like falling into that trope. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they do reveal the lie pretty quickly on. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it goes until the end and then people are like, how dare you lie to me? I hate that. And uh, no, they find out pretty quick. The assistants, like I looked at all the Dales, there's none there. um so then they go they go tree shopping and he's like you're such a city girl in your tree shopping which made me laugh (laughs) (laughs) um and you know he says maybe helping people find love is a way for you to avoid finding it yourself Mm -hmm. and uh 
um, that uh, she tries to make uh, her excuse for Dale not being real is that it's he's like her vision board. And <laughs> I liked uh, her editor. She was she was funny. Agreed. Uh, Karen Molina White. Uh, she I liked her in the um, Love for Real this summer. And then I or yeah, yeah, that's the one that she was in. She was good in that, I thought. And uh, the vision board took a life on, took on a life of its own. <laughs> it was good. Um, I also liked uh, having Adam Hertig play James. Uh, that uh, the other kind of the other guy in, in in here. I thought that he. I just like him as an actor, so that was fun. I've liked him ever since Snowman's, which he plays the lead in that. <laughs> yeah, great one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, they are talking about New York and Boston. And somebody says, there are trains. You can have a relationship being in two different places. And I was like, oh my gosh, somebody's been listening to my recaps on Chesapeake Shore. Because <laughs> that was my frustration. They acted like the character in Chesapeake Shores moving to from, from Chesapeake Shores to Pennsylvania was the end of the world. And they were like moving to Kuwait. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> It's like yeah. a couple hours drive. It's no big deal. <laughs> anyway, so I was like, yes, that was good. Uh, then you have uh, you have the editor flirting with Joe. Yeah, uh, which was fun. Surprise. Yeah, there were kind of three couples in this movie, which was fun. Because mm-hmm. you had Darlene and James, and then you had Mary and Chris, and then you had Joe and Sonia, which you know, more couples is great. I thought it was really fun. I agree. And it's just kind of like in keeping with sort of the ensemble theme of the weekend. Um, yeah. And the guy who played Joe, Paul S. Embry, he has been in so many of these movies. We have to get him on the podcast one of these days. If you're listening out there, Kyle, yeah. yes, he's been in, I, but I feel like he's the murderer a lot in the mysteries. Yeah, he, he right? does murder people. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I feel, and so yeah, I, that's always hard. <laughs> but it's usually a crime of passion, so we'll forgive him. Yeah. <laughs> He's not ever like straight up serial killer. Yeah, and so then there's the the whole uh, town tree lighting, and at first the lights like fizzle, <laughs> like oh, <laughs> and then nice. they light up. Yeah, so that was fun, and uh, and then let's see here. Um, so we have this whole scene where she supposedly never made s'mores before. Yeah. That one did give me pause. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like who hasn't made s'mores? She I mean, would know city girls. Yeah. At least well, it wasn't like, at least it wasn't like Nantucket Noel where they're trying to make s'mores with M&Ms, which was just what is happening. <laughs> but this one they were legit s'mores but it was a very cozy scene i enjoyed that lots of cozy scenes and overall for hallmark this season they they swapped out their decorations we've upgraded we've taken a trip to the dump with some of the tinsel and come back with kind of more cozy homegrown you know um set design i thought the set design was really great on this yeah it was and that whole tree auction was really fun i've never seen that in a hallmark movie before yeah tree auction that was good and uh, he gets her on stage for there 
and uh, the whole sort of bidding between everybody's uh, <laughs> bidding was fun. And that's when he finds out his parents are retiring and his parents say our generation didn't know there were other options than the family business. And I thought that was a really good moment because usually it's like family businesses and these things are considered sacred. Like how dare you even consider any other life choices? Yeah. (laughs) Family business. So here's one where like his parents are actually telling him it's not that big a deal. Like, I don't know. I thought that was, that was a a good scene. Agreed. Yeah. I also thought it was cute. The scene with James, when he says, uh, he's asking her out and she's like, he's like, I like food. We could eat. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Yeah. Yeah. And I was glad that miscommunication didn't go on forever either, you know, cause you're like, Oh no, the friend, you know, but, uh, he was pretty quick to explain, Oh, this isn't a date, you know? So I liked that part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that probably would have been a date if like he had wanted it to be a date, but they didn't. So it was fine. (laughs) Um, But uh, then we have the, uh, Chris gets the offer to work on another reserve and to fly out right away. All these jobs that have to happen on Christmas Eve in these Mm -hmm. movies. (laughs) And uh, then you have, both um you have that you have uh chris and darlene both as kind of spying on the date uh or the not date uh between uh james and uh mary and it turns out he's just looking for clues about darlene which was fun yeah Yeah. that that was the date i was referencing i got off track on my dates but yes i thought that was really sweet yeah it was really good and, uh, and then Sonia says, if I go down for this, I'm taking you both with me. So <laughs> it's a big deal, this book. Uh, and I also like the line where they say, uh, when one door opens another door, another door also does. And he says, we get how doors work. <laughs> That's <was> good. <laughs> um, so Chris might be going to Thailand and on this thing and um, uh, and I liked the part where her dad like admits that, that he doesn't really didn't think her job was real. <laughs> and I liked that because I've definitely felt that a little bit, you know, that <laughs> like, oh, podcasting or, you know, blogging and things like that. Like, that's not like a real job. And I'm like, yeah, it is a real job. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was good. And uh, and so then Chris says, I want someone to tell me, don't go. And, and then, and he says, I want to stop pretending to be someone I'm not because I can't find someone to love me for who I am. So that's what she says. And, uh, and so then we, she figures it out, you know, what she's going to write about for her new book and kind of give advice on that she learned from having a fake relationship. So I thought that was, that was all fun. It all worked. I thought. Yeah, it was really fresh. It's such a testament to the writing because mm-hmm. some of these elements that we might in another thing be like, Oh, you know, you used to know them, but now you're this cozy. It just worked, yeah. you know, right away. I could believe like, yep, they're just picking up and this is hot, you know, and this is going to work. And same with the book, 
I felt like she truly learned a lesson. Sometimes it feels a little rushed, you know, but the, it all felt very developed. I also loved with the book that it, it was realistic. Like the publisher basically being like, well, yeah, we need to publish this book in a year, but that means you need to come up with the idea soon. Not like this is going to press in. Right. You know, That's true. Book overnight, which we sometimes see. Um, so the pressure was on, but I felt like there was some realism to it. Um, yeah. That's true. That's a good point that it wasn't like we have to publish it for before Christmas, like where it's totally yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Going to go the way of her turning it into a novel for some weird reason, but uh, yeah, I, I like the book she's going to write. I think that's good advice. And so then we have a race to the airport, which it's hard to pull off nowadays. I mean, just there's just so many limitations with airports, and uh, mm-hmm. and but it was fun. And you know, she says, "I will say it, don't go." And then he's like, "I wasn't going to go anywhere. <laughs> I came to find you at the airport." Yeah, so it was cute. Very cute. Yeah. So I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was one of the stronger ones of this year. I would give it a 4.5 out of five. What about you, Jenny? 4.5 as well. Mm-hmm. That's my score, 4.5. Right. I don't know what it takes to go five, but it was it was great. <laughs> I, I think after a great season, it just, they ended right where homework always starts. And it's Christmas, love. And, and just, you know, wholesome romance. Mm-hmm. I only gave one five this year. Uh, I mean, this um, season, I, uh, I, I gave uh, two this year. I gave uh, a five to her pen pal this summer, which I thought was just yeah. about perfect. And, uh, and then I gave a five to kiss before Christmas, which I absolutely yeah. loved. That, that was my favorite of the season as well. Yes. It was great. Yeah. So really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was so well done. Uh, so yeah, there we go. That is the season. Uh, let us know what you thought. Uh, if you're listening, what you thought of all three of these movies, we'd love to hear your scores and, uh, thanks so much to both of you for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. And do you want to share your social media and all that fun stuff? Sure. You can find us on Twitter at Sander sisters and also Oh, uh, we're recently writing for the Meet Cute um, podcast. It's a new format. If you aren't familiar with it, it's like short 15 minute, you know, little episodes that are romantic uh, Meet Cute scenarios. So check it out. Yeah, very good. Uh, Yeah. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. And also make sure you're following the Hallmark Keys podcast all over social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews five stars. We sure would appreciate it. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which Ginny is a member of. Very exciting. Woo! Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. And we also have the merch store, which we have tons of fun, festive and uh, romantic designs. So please take a look at that. And thanks again, ladies. Wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas.